You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. another episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's Omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony here along with Aurora. Aurora, how are you doing this week? I'm excited to talk about these episodes. We got two episodes to yeah. talk about this week. Uh, and we should we should get to it as, as quickly as possible. You know, actually, if we were going to miss a week, this is actually, it was kind of a good week to miss because yeah. these two episodes really go together mm-hmm, really good. Mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. One one picks up where the other one left off from, so I think that's a good way to start. Yeah. Uh, one was kind of ho hum until the end, which was really crazy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the other one was there wasn't a ton of action in it, but yeah. a lot of character building. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm super excited. Let's jump mm-hmm. into it. Uh, it's season six, episode twelve, called "Not Tomorrow Yet." Uh, so this is where we have Rick going back to Alexandria and campaigning for a, uh, a preemptive strike on the saviors, uh, because mm-hmm. they, they have this compound and clearly that is where all of the saviors are because anybody who has a group that has a place, everybody is all in this one place. So clearly this, <laughs> this must be the one and only place for the saviors. Uh, Morgan is troubled by this and does not want to do it. And uh, Rick basically tells him, look, you don't have to come with us and you don't have to kill anybody, but you are going to have to accept that this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Carol is becoming haunted by all of the lives she has taken and is and is uh, comforted by Tobin. Mm -hmm. And they kiss much to the cringing of many people on the Internet. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people are like, no, yeah, this is that is for Daryl. (laughs) <laughs> that is for Daryl. Uh, many people on the internet were not happy about this. Uh, Abraham breaks up with Rosita, who is uh, quite heartbroken over the whole situation. Uh, yeah. m- most of Rick's group, plus Aaron, Heath, Gabriel, and the Jesus Ninja, uh, oh, and Andy, go to the mm-hmm. Savior's compound. Uh, using a ruse, they kill one of the guards, and they also secure the hilltop uh, hostage, Craig. Uh, they proceed to then methodically kill every single one of the saviors in their sleep. Uh, well, that is until one of them, I guess, was getting up for a pee break in the middle of the night or something. And, uh, <laughs> God, who did he run into? Did he run into Glenn or mm-hmm. I can't remember who. And an I alarm. Remember, yeah. yeah. An alarm is triggered. Uh, Jesus and Tara send Andy back to the hilltop with Craig to honor their deal while Carol prevents Maggie from joining the fight. Basically, Carol is, uh, had enough of, of the killing and the death and Maggie is pregnant and she doesn't want anything to happen to this baby. Mm-hmm. And she vows to stay back with Maggie, uh, as the, she doesn't want her near all of this fighting. Uh, there is a, an insanely intense battle of guns. Uh, however, Team Alexandria avoids any serious casualties. 
In the morning, Terra and Heath depart on a planned two-week supply run, and those remaining are surprised when a lone survivor tries to escape on what I believe is Daryl's old motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, Daryl beats the crap out of this man, <laughs> and uh, then on his walkie-talkie that he's dropped, uh, Rick hears a woman's voice mm-hmm. say that they have somebody named Maggie and Carol hostage. Uh, what did you think of the episode? Um, I agree with you when you said, you know, that it started slow and everything that was really exciting exciting happened in the end. Yeah, like the last um, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, and it was great, but I felt very uncomfortable watching this episode because mm-hmm. for me, these people are like good, the good guys. Yeah. And to see them killing people on their sleep. Sneaking in. Yeah, and you know, you you saw uh, Rick doesn't have any problem doing this, but no. you saw other members of the group having a really hard time. Yeah, doing uh, Dread, this. I think it's Dreadlocks guy who was with Glenn. Yeah, and I he this is the first it. time Glenn has killed someone, a like human, a human yeah. being. Um, so it was very uncomfortable for me mm-hmm. to see them do, you know, do that. I I felt like it was out of character from for most of them. So. Right. I, I mean, I, I think it. Was, I think they were definitely out of their comfort zone. But at the same time, I th- I feel like they believed Rick that this was something mm-hmm. that had to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. I think Glenn. I think it was Glenn who maybe warmed to the situation maybe a little bit better. When there's a there's a shot, one of the people right. lying in the cot, he looks, uh, and on this man's wall is a collection of Polaroids mm-hmm. with a bunch of people whose heads apparently have been bashed in, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people are like, "Oh my God, that was Negan did that. He smashed yeah. in their heads with his bat, and like they took pictures, apparently commemorative pictures. Yeah, I guess yeah. this guy was making some sort of gruesome psychotic scrapbook project." <laughs> That he was working on, I don't know. It was so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, there is a, I think there was a. Was this the episode with the scene with uh, Gabriel, Father Gabriel, who had the one mm-hmm. dude who's like, you're, you're not going to yeah. do whatever, and he basically does like one of those. Have you ever seen? I I'm, I think it was like maybe the. God, I can't remember what show it was. I want to say it was The Simpsons, but it may have been some other show. I can't remember it off the top of my head. But there's like, uh, like a Hispanic priest who's like a who's like an '80s action hero or whatever, uh, who uh, is constantly saying like uh, you know prayers or whatever before shooting a guy, and like that happened. It was, <laughs> I was it was a little weird, but kind of badass at the same yeah. time. He's like praying. Yeah. He's saying a prayer for this dude and then blows him away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Holy crap. Father yeah. Gabriel's turned the corner very quickly. <laughs> he went from like, I can't hurt a fly to like, say your prayers. Yeah. Holy yeah. moly. Uh, that was quite a change. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I think this show is so amazing. The way mm-hmm. that they portray, you know, they are they all need food and they are yes. all trying to survive. And when you are in those circumstances... Things like things. this happen. Like yeah. you, you have to survive, and they all understand that. And even though it's hard, they have to do it. Is uh, so. Heath Heath is Dreadlock's guy, right? I yes. Say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was basically that's why they went on this long supply run because he's like, I can't, I can't do this part of being in the community. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, you want me to go uh, 
you know, brain damage a few walkers or something and, and grab as many canned food supplies as I can. That I can do, but I can't go mm-hmm. around killing people, people. Yeah. Uh, the uh, what, what do you think of uh, what happened with Carol here? Her her past is finally starting to, to catch up with her? I think that Carol is amazing. <laughs> she's just such an amazing character. Mm-hmm. And when just when you think that she's just, you know, that this cold-hearted you know, person that, you know, has been a victim of this environment and now she's just, you know, a badass. You see a humanity coming from her and she is actually, you know, sad that she's doing all this. I think she's she's so well written. I feel like when we first ran into Carol in the situation in Alexandria, when she was very much like homemaker Carol, where Mm -hmm. she was like, I made some cookies for everybody. Um, We thought... I know you and I definitely thought like she was maybe putting on a, a facade right. or something. And sometimes that would come off, right, when she became Assassin's Carol and started mm-hmm. killing all of the uh, all of the wolves and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think it's been made very clear now that that wasn't a facade. She was just trying very hard to be that person again. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. It, it really did bug her and it's finally now started really catching up to her. Uh, I can't wait to talk about the next episode because it all, it, it all culminates in that episode. So let's, Mm -hmm. let's get it all the way real quick. What would you grade, uh, not tomorrow yet? I'm going to give it a four. Okie doke. Uh, I didn't write down scores for these episodes, so I'm going to base it off of how I felt (laughs) talking about (laughs) it with you. Uh, I think four is pretty good. I think that's fair. Mm -hmm. Um, I, by the way, I did like, and she did do the cookies thing, I think, at the beginning of this episode as well, yeah. right? I was talking about that. Uh, I don't remember what it was made out of. It didn't it sound beet. like a delicious... It beets. was beet and acorn. Beets and acorns, which does <laughs> not sound appealing to me, but uh, I believe, was it Tobin that she gave one to? And he's like, it's the best beets and acorn cookie I've ever had. I mean, hey, when you're hungry... Yeah. That's that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are other options that I'm sure are far less palatable than that. Yes. So the fact that she was able to make that work, kudos. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk about uh, season six, episode 13, called The Same Boat. Uh, so Carol and Maggie are captured by members of the Saviors, Paula, Michelle, Molly, and Donnie, who observe... Mm-hmm. That a man named Primo, that's the guy who uh, who Daryl beat the crap out of. His name is Primo. Right. Uh, they observe Primo being taken hostage by Rick's group. Uh, feeling themselves at a disadvantage, they withdraw to a slaughterhouse to interrogate Carol and Maggie while awaiting reinforcements. Um, now, it says here in the in the recount uh, the recounting of this episode, that Carol acts meekly when she uh, and when she is unguarded, uh, frees mm-hmm. herself. I'm going to disagree with this, and I'll, I'll talk about it when we when, mm-hmm, when we finish mm-hmm. this up. Um, when she's unguarded, she frees herself, and then Maggie uh, and Maggie insists on killing their captors. Uh, Carol begs her counterpart Paula to run, but is forced to fight uh, and impales her, leaving her to be gruesomely killed by a walker. Uh, Carol and Maggie dispatch the reinforcements who arrive uh, just ahead of the group and uh, embrace uh, Daryl and Glenn. Uh, and then in the face of all of this, uh, Rick says he just want to know who uh, who Negan is. And 
Primo, I guess, decides it'll be smart if he says, I'm Negan, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he says it, Rick shoots him in the head, and yeah. Carol's looking on in shock. Uh, so that was a very short description for what mm-hmm. was... There was a lot more that happened in this episode. Um, Carol is acting... It says here, Carol acts meekly. I don't think she was acting meekly. Mm-hmm. I think she's... Uh, you know, the last episode we talked about how she's starting to be haunted by uh, all of her past leading up to now. And she sees Paula, who herself is a very interesting character. In many mm-hmm. ways, she is very much Carol. Yep. Uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, and we we actually learn her backstory. Like what, what you know, what yeah. her life was like before uh, before all of this. And how she's now more empowered. Um, was is the feeling that she's married to Donnie? I feel like no. they sort of. I feel like they sort of, uh, because he hit her, and then Paula mm-hmm. beat the crap out of him. Yeah. And uh, I felt like it was sort of implied that they were like in a relationship or something together. I think they're just you know because she's... Carol started talking about her husband and how mm-hmm. he beat the crap out of her. Yeah, but um, she, uh, uh, this other woman said, you know, he's only someone to keep my bed warm. I mean, he's nothing yeah, to me. Right, and right. I can kill him whenever I want. So, right. um, yeah, I don't think there was anything like any romance between them. It was just, no, that doesn't sound yeah, very romantic no. <laughs> at all. Uh, when you put it that way, for sure. Holy crap. Uh, yeah, like she's a. That was terrifying. Yeah, she's like a, she's like a, she's like a female praying mantis where it's like. Yeah. All right, done the deed. Now I'm going to eat you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, uh, I, yeah, she saw a lot of herself in this woman. And I think that's why she begged her to run. And the whole time, because I would sit there and she'd be like, you know, you are so weak. You know, what yeah. are you? And I'm like, God, if she only knew the things yeah. that Carol has done. Yes. Yes. Like just recently she became a ninja and killed a whole bunch of people on her own. <laughs> That's not even talking about the, you know, the look at the flowers. Like yes. holy cow, you can't even come back from that. And mm-hmm. that was and that was all long after she lost her daughter and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um she had a sister too, right? Didn't she have a sister I think like back in mm-hmm. the first season or something? No, that was Andrea. Andrea had a sister. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's been a long time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, people are very mad now. How could you forget that? I'm sorry. I watch a lot of shows. This is six years old. Uh, I Look, I have a daughter now who wasn't even alive when that season aired. I'm sorry. That's true. Yeah. I, I apologize. Um, it was, but I, I really liked, I really liked the scenes with them. And she mm-hmm. sort of talks her into doing the trade at least at one point and Mm -hmm. then not really so much yep she's like let's wait for the backup um there was even a scene with uh i think it was maggie and was it michelle i can't i can't remember i think molly i think molly i think molly was the older woman who had cancer who Mm -hmm. wouldn't stop smoking cigarettes yeah um there was a great there was some great scenes with uh uh with Maggie and, and, and Michelle, where she talked about how she had mm-hmm. a, she'd lost a baby or, or something along those lines. Yeah. And, uh, Carol doesn't want to go back to being killer Carol, but mm-hmm. I think when they, there's a point where, the, when they escape where they're like, 
she's like, if God, if I had just killed, because she shot at Donnie, but then hit him in the arm. And she's like, I could have killed him. I, I didn't want to kill him. Mm-hmm, and the, mm-hmm. if I just killed him, we, we probably would have gotten away. This wouldn't be a thing. Yeah. And Michelle and Maggie get into a fight mm-hmm. and Michelle swipes at her and slices her shirt right yes. over top of her stomach. Yes. And Carol looked at that and flipped a switch and then shot Michelle right in the head. Yep. Holy yep. cow. Insane. Yeah. Uh, that Carol for Godmother, everybody. I think she's won <laughs> that campaign. No one is going to doubt her claim. For sure, yes. Yeah. Yes. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, at least if I was that kid, I'd feel safe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, w- I would anyway. Um, Maggie well, and Glenn are your parents and Carol is your godmother? Yes. Yeah, you're going to be fine. <laughs> you're yeah. going to be totally fine. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, give me give me your thoughts on this. What did, what did you like about this episode? Are you ready for my opinion? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like this episode is my favorite episode ever. Wow. Yes. I mean, you said that a couple of times. Is, this is, is has, for sure, hands down, my favorite episode on The Walking Dead. Let me, let, let me ask you, do you... Do, as a, as an avid fan of the show, does this mm-hmm. happen to you every season? Are you like, this is my new favorite episode, and then a few weeks later, this is my new favorite episode? It does. Or is, or is okay? <laughs> I was going to say, like, has this been very specific to, ep- to, to season six? Um, but I feel like from all it, this has been the episode that I felt more. I don't know. It it, it was for me from beginning to end was it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of. You know, having an all-female episode where yeah. well, except for even, Donnie, but they knock him out pretty yeah. quick. Um, but Andy you know, even dick. though you have, I'm, I'm gonna put it in quotes, like good guy, good females like Carol and Maggie, and you sure. have the villains. Um, none of them are victims. None of them act like victims, even though they are on opposite sides. Right. Um, they are all survivors, mm-hmm. and they try their their best in their own way to survive in this world. Yeah. Um, and even though they are on opposite sides, they understand each other. And there's some moments where they have they sympathize for the other. Yeah. Um, they, I thought yeah, it was yeah. I I thought it was very well written. I love to see Carol in that situation. I I, I agree with you that she wasn't. She wasn't full on like making a scene. Mm-hmm. I think that some of it was trying to trick them, but some of it was also real, and she was actually, you know, worried. Yeah, I, th- about... I feel like she was very sincere about yes. about what was happening. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like it was a hundred percent like a ruse. Like this whole time, I fooled you into biding right. my time so I could escape. I really don't mm-hmm. feel like it was that. I feel like she was. Uh, I think she wasn't acting meekly. I think she was being meek because mm-hmm. she was she's really worried about something happening to the baby. If she tries something, they might kill yeah. Maggie. Right. And they don't want any she doesn't want anything to happen to the baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I, I think uh uh they I and again I, I'm gonna go back to touting this because I think they did a, a wonderful job of building up uh the Paula character. Mm-hmm. Because they they have to because you have like essentially you get Carol versus Carol at the end of this right. episode where she has to sort of fight herself, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they did it. They did a great job of making you actually 
give a crap about what was going to happen because they taught yeah. you about uh, Paula. Like, to a degree, it's like, look, you know they're on the wrong side of history because everybody knows that the Saviors are not a good group and Negan mm-hmm. is a horrible person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they did just they did just enough to where you can sort of sympathize with them. Yeah. And, hey, these are people that are just trying to get along, too. They're just mm-hmm. trying to get by. Yeah. Uh, and they're doing whatever they have to do, and sometimes it's really horrible. Yeah. Uh, so you could you could empathize with them to a, a degree, and it really made that stuff count for something. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you entirely. Uh, this was a really good episode. I I guess I shouldn't be shocked by this, but because they did it with Glenn's supposed death earlier in the season, uh, where they really <laughs> stretched it out. What happened to Glenn? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we're not going to see Negan's face until episode. Oh no, I don't think we're going to see it until episode fifteen at least, Mm -hmm. and then he does something horrible to a beloved character in episode sixteen, and that's where they leave us until next season. Yep, I agree. Um, So they're really (laughs) stretching it out because we heard Negan's name way back in uh, the when the when the show came. Uh, back in February on the, mm-hmm. on the 21st. That's the first time we heard his name. That was in episode 10. Uh, and we're now on episode... We're going on episode 14. And uh, he's still basically a gigantic mystery. Nobody's even seen his face or heard his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a moment in the episode where Molly says that we're all Negan. Oh, is that yeah. a thing from in the books? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said it says strategy. Ah. Um, to protect himself, so um, and it's kind of like a dick. Ah, it's like Spart- it's like Spartacus, right? Yeah. I'm Spartacus. Mm-hmm. I'm and it's Spartacus. kind of like a code that they live by. Like we are all Negan. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know if I'd want to admit to that. To be perfectly <laughs> honest with you, I'm a psychotic murderer. Me yeah. too. We yeah. all are. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm curious to see where uh where where it ends up going. And they and they've hinted obviously that the Saviors group is huge. And yes. they just attacked a facility. Mm-hmm. And they're this probably is gonna others. piss Negan off really yeah. bad. Yeah. Well that's not gonna be good. Nope. Uh, and especially now, you know, Rick thinks that he killed Negan. Yes. So it's gonna when Negan attacks, if he does attack, it's gonna be a surprise to them because they thought that Negan is dead. Hmm. I wonder if the I'm wondering if it's if there's even people in the in the saviors who don't even know who Negan is. Like I wonder if it's like that well mm. kept, like that closed the ranks are that closed. That I there's probably remember. some low level like there's some low level people who don't even know. I can't remember if in the comics is that way. Um but it, it wouldn't surprise I, me. That's what, I would, that's what I would do if I was him. But, they, but they, they're kind of spread out, so I, it wouldn't surprise me if right. some of them don't know who Negan actually, how he looks like, like, like what he looks like or who he is. So. How he sounds, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Let's, let's, give, let's dole out some geeky glasses for this episode. The same boat. What, what do you say? I have a feeling I know what you're going to say based yeah, off of gonna, what you said earlier, yeah. but go ahead. Yeah, five. All of the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Throw them at yes. you, make it making it rain. Glasses. <laughs> um, I'm I'm not quite there. I think I, I think I'd probably give it like 
a really strong four and a half, maybe four and three mm-hmm. quarters. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really, really good episode. Really good. It's. Yep. I can't say it's my favorite episode this season yet because mm-hmm. right now there's still uh, there's still here's not here, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I'm just I'm in love with that episode. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so good. Um, <laughs> such a such a great story, and it was. Like this, and, and look, I think I feel like this show does best when they kind of go outside of their box a little bit, and this one yeah. did that. Um, I mean, the Here's Not Here went way outside of the box. It was like mm-hmm. a flashback episode and then featured virtually nobody from the show. Yeah, uh, but I agree. I mean, the show does have, you know, great episodes where you have everybody together fighting, and those are very exciting. But yes. for me, the best episodes are the ones where you see character development and they focus on like one or two characters and you see them grow. For mm-hmm. me, those are the best. Yeah, I mean, I feel like yeah. that's where the show's strength is. I, I feel yeah. like you've kind of gone through all of the... I mean, look, I'm sure there's still more crazy uh, zombie kill, crazy fight stuff that they haven't done yet, but they mm-hmm. have done a lot of it. And I feel like yeah. the show does its best work when it's, uh, when it's focusing on the characters because that's what you kind of have to do. Like we're in a mm-hmm. world for for the most part that isn't basically looking for a cure right now. They're just look; these people are looking to survive. They're not. They they've already went through that phase of trying to understand what's happening. Can it be stopped? We've already been right. through that phase. Um, boy, that feels like it was so long ago too. Was that in mm-hmm. season one as well? I can't I remember. So. If the CDC yeah. was in season one or two. I can't. I remember. think so. Yeah, yeah. I think it was season one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they, they've already gone through that, and now it's just it's just been about. Uh, surviving. So when it when you start doing that, you have to start focusing on on building your characters and who those people mm-hmm. are and where they come from and how they feel and what their experiences have done to them. Uh, yeah. And I feel like they're doing. I think Carol, they've done as you've mentioned a tremendous job, maybe better than yeah. anybody on the show. Mm-hmm. She has a very complex background, uh, yeah. and uh, I I feel like has gone through more than most mm-hmm. on the show. So yep. Very interesting. Is is she like that in the books as well, or is there another character that really gets most of the? Uh, most I of think the she has a, a combination of different characters in mm-hmm. the comic book. I mean, she's still a good character yeah. in the book, but I think that some of her characteristics are from other characters as well. So, like they've appropriated some. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well. Uh, we're back. We're going to come back next week. There's only mm-hmm. three episodes remaining in the season, but yeah. then Fear the Walking Dead comes back. Mm-hmm. So uh, we get like a week off, I think. Uh, yeah. April 3rd is the f- season finale of season six. And then I think it's the 10th, mm-hmm. uh, the week after is when so, yeah. Fear the Walking Dead comes back. And I don't know if, I don't know how many episodes they're coming back for. I don't know if it's going to be what they what they did last time, which I think was six episodes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to do six or if they're going to do a longer season of like 12 or, or 13. I don't know what they're going to do, but uh, we will be covering that as well. So for Aurora, I'm Anthony. We'll be back next week talking season six, episode 14, called Twice as Far. Mm-hmm.